So I told you guys the story about my kid um, coming home from school and saying that he was so impressed because one of his friends in class, his dad, worked for Epic Games, so he got all the Fortnite skins for free. And why can't why can't dad be that cool? <laughs> he sang to my wife. It just as I'm as I'm literally working on my own game. Ain't that some shit? Yep. Yeah, but your your game doesn't have like fun skins. Or Travis Scott. All right, is that what I need to add? Or ec- plot exposition from Star Wars: uh, Rise of Skywalker. Hold on, I'm taking notes. But to that point, I'm I'm pretty sure that kid. It, like he said his dad works for epic i think roughly translated that is his dad's credit card is linked to his epic account <laughs> it's just nice to know that some things stay the same oh yeah it's gotta suck the only secrets you know are like what's coming out in Fortnite. you're like well i could leak this used to be any kid who saw the wizard and knew how to get the flute in super mario brothers 3 was like super cool and now it's like oh yeah i can look like boba fett <laughs> dude i remember when um when like mortal Kombat, if you could pull off a fatality any fatality i mean you were the shit that's when fatalities were hard to pull off yeah the arcade mm-hmm. just had to oh i always just resorted to like uppercutting there was no way i was pulling any of that <laughs> off you fuck up the uppercut, and you and you do the <laughs> you just like low you do the low punch. Ah, oh. I just fall over. You're like, I still beat you. <laughs> so it's been a while. How you guys doing? Okay, yeah, it is. A, it has been a while because I forgot to turn my head away when I laughed. So this is like we need this to be like a <coughs> remediation. Hopefully, Nitroid doesn't die. A fox die. So yeah. So. For anybody listening who didn't find out from all my complaining on Twitter, I caught that uh, most legendary of diseases. Nitroid Nitroid had COVID. COVID. And, uh, yeah, I got it. And I I was safe about it, too. Yeah, that's the thing, man. People that are being safe now are still getting hit. It's just targeting anybody and everybody. Yeah, and it sucks. It sucks so much. It is the worst flu you will ever have in your life. I have had gallstones, and those were preferable. Jesus. Yeah. Well, today I learned nitroid had gallstones. Yeah, you're just learning a lot about me today. (laughs) Yeah, more or less. Actually, I have a funny story about that, too. We're not talking about Um, gallstones. We're back. It's the Kojima Frequency. (laughs) It's 2021. (laughs) Kept you waiting, huh? And I'm not dead yet. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, I'm Fingers. Hey, everyone. This is Days Ahead. And I'm Nitroid. You're listening to the Kojima Frequency. Now, you know, we are we are taking applications just in case. So if you guys oh, want to uh, submit um, like a PDF resume, I don't know. Might need a replacement here in a little bit. It's not over yet. <laughs> I'll, God, I'll tell you. It sucks. It sucks. Just like I've been out of it now for about a couple weeks and I'm still like I've got these like symptoms hanging on where I've got like a cough 
always tired. My taste and smell are messed up. I've got mental fog. It's just like it's it's just not going away. It's it's fading, but it geez, it's taken a while. Yeah. I don't want to know how many freaking cough drops I've taken. How uh how is the status of your your smell and taste right now? Well, uh mostly back, but it's different. I don't know how else to explain it, but like everything smells different and tastes different. You know how they say like every 7 years your taste change? This is kind of like that, but like way more noticeable. It's just bizarre. Like when you have a cold and stuff's just like different a little bit. Yeah. Ah. But it's just like, I don't know how to explain it, but like everything smells different. Everything tastes different. Things that I enjoyed, I don't quite enjoy as much. It's just, and it's not like they're subdued. It's like they're different. It's, I know I sound crazy, but like, I don't know how else to explain it. You know, it's really funny. Uh, it's like your least favorite thing. And it's also the theme of your least favorite Metal Gear game since. Oh man. That's Maybe a, I should see, yeah. I should play Metal Gear Solid 4 and see if I like it now. <laughs> I was going to say, we should see if you feel any different about Metal Gear Solid 4. And then we should have you taste a calorie mate and then compare and contrast since the last time you've had one. I'll say this, if I like MGS4 now, then I know my sense of taste is truly gone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I'm going to spit up a drink. You're welcome. See, it's (sighs) like, I miss miss this particular thing, but it's like, does anybody really want to hear about us? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're going to find out. I don't know. Besides being sick, what did what did you do on your on our little holiday break? Oh, I was in bed pretty much the whole time. Did you do any do any gaming? Some bedside gaming. Did your wife do any gaming? Oh yeah, lots. Uh, I played a grand total of about fifteen minutes of Cyberpunk. Oh, I beat it. That is um that is a <laughs> drop in the bucket compared to how much me and Fingers played. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have been talking about it nonstop, and I'm just listening like, yeah, that sounds like fun. You call it experience, right? And you could, I mean, obviously we could talk about the gameplay here, but I'll be honest with you, the whole, I have not caught up with Cyberpunk at all for the past, like, what, eight years? So, you know, it's, it, this pre-release to this, like, hot mess of a release to actually playing through the game while this, like, hot mess is transpiring has been, like, an, a wonderful end-of-the-year experience for 2020 for me. Um, you know, that that has no, no bearing on how I feel about the game, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a moment, but it was certainly... It was a nice distraction, um, despite every, everything everyone who expected cyberpunk to save their life in 2020, you know, (laughs) (laughs) losing their God. Like that was, that was crazy to me. I like, I don't know. Yeah. Seeing all the people like super depressed and stuff and just saying like, I don't know how, like I don't have anything else to look forward to. It's just like, damn, okay, just hang in there. But I mean, like it was a game I was like highly looking forward to, but I think this is just kind of shows the dangers of hype, you know? And then, you just have these big expectations, and then at the at the end of the day, it just kind of played like a mix of uh, Skyrim and Mass Effect, you know, or just I don't know. It didn't it didn't feel like too new in any area, really. That's what I just I found myself kind of just 
bored a lot of the time, like just going through this stuff. Like mm-hmm. I cleared every side mission, did all the all the like uh police reports stuff and criminal activity, but uh I don't know, just towards the end there I was just like once once you figure out the systems and stuff and if you're a hacker like I was, you just get like really OP kinda quick, so Oh yeah, net running in that game is like <laughs> even on the super hard difficulties, it's, it's you're playing God. Like you don't even have to with the right build, you don't have to like walk in a room and before you could have to take out everybody. Yeah, you upgrade that contagion tree and just go in there and it just spreads to everybody and just I don't know, fucks them up. Oh man, <laughs> or like throw somebody into cyberpsychosis yeah. and like just watch the chaos from you know down the road. But yeah, no, I, I'm I'm somewhat of the same opinion as you. Um, I'm a big fan of Deus Ex, and uh, see now we're talking. <laughs> yeah, so it felt like a it felt like a diet Deus Ex to me, where it's like, you know, like they have all these side gigs, and I'm I'm really enjoying, you know, just kind of the world building and, and finding these little details like you know you'll have one side gig where you'll have to like assassinate a corpo who like hit somebody hit some kid with her car while drunk driving and got away with it because she had like vehicular manslaughter insurance or some shit like that um and i'm surprised that's not actually a thing you i know? know there's like way too much shit in this game that is like way too close to home by now and i don't know if that's because a lot has changed over the past eight years uh but in any case, like, you kill her, and then, you know, you might second-guess it, but then you found out she did other shitty stuff by doing, like, one crime, organized crime minigame here or, like, another side gig somewhere else. So I, I kind of enjoyed that aspect of the world building. And, yeah, the game was easy, but in some regards I did like playing God with net running. Yeah. But like Finger said, like, as I was getting closer to the end of the story... I was mostly apathetic because it focused less on, like, the city as a character and more on the characters, which the characters weren't bad. It's just, you know, it wasn't it wasn't as fun as just kind of perusing through the city. Yeah, Pan Am for life. But, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> Keanu... Excuse me, sir, I am a Judy stan. <laughs> <laughs> I think Keanu kind of, like, messed it up for me. Uh, this was one of those times when, like, having a big actor in it probably... Uh, just I don't know. It was detrimental to it. Like it, it didn't feel like he was inside of that role. It just kind of it felt like he was disconnected to it. I don't know. See, I haven't even gotten far enough in to see him yet. Yeah. Oh man. You yeah, it wasn't. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> um, it was weird because it's. I've heard some people say that he doesn't really feel like the tabletop character Johnny Silverhand. And then I've heard other opinions that are like, oh, well, he's trying to be, like, schlocky. And I can see both sides, but I'm leaning towards, like... I took this game like a tabletop, so I'm I'm interpreting everything and, and rating everything from the perspective of the tabletop. Yeah, they so, said he was supposed to be, like, nuts. Like, he was supposed to be, like, way more hype and just off the chain and just more of, like, a rebel punk type, but... I don't know. In this Keanu version, he's just a lot more subdued. Keanu's very chill. Yeah. Yeah, I actually have my Keanu shirt on right now. That's the thing. Like, I normally like Keanu, like John Wick and, you know, The Matrix, all all the shit, Bill and Ted, but it's, I don't know, just, it it seems like a Bill and Ted 3 version of Bill and Ted in this cyberpunk. He's just, seems like he's like trying to force out the lines. Well, has Keanu ever been like, 
an unchained character. I can't recall a single role he's been in where he was just kind of wild and intimidating. I can't think of a single one. Well, that's what that's the problem, you know. And that's Johnny not to say Silverhand. he's <laughs> that's not to say he like lacks the ability. I just can't recall it. I'll tell you this: it all makes me want another Deus Ex game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can't believe they ended uh, Mankind Divided with a freaking cliffhanger. Dude, don't get me started on that shit. Oh my god, that game got gutted. Thanks, Final Fantasy Fifteen. I hope you're proud of yourself. Yeah, it, Human Revolution was was amazing from start to finish, in my opinion. And Mankind Divided was, you know, a good time, but it never really got going. It just sort of, and it just sort of ended. You know, and and the whole time you're playing it, they've got this like subtle implication of this big twist that never manifests, and it just drove me crazy. It doesn't manifest. It doesn't. It's it's. I think I know what you're talking about, and I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, yeah. I, I you. It's like an Easter egg. Like, how do you make a twist in Easter egg? <laughs> yeah, like they clearly wanted to go somewhere with it, and maybe that's what the third game was going to be about. But you know, who knows if that's ever going to happen? But they needed to siphon that budget money to Final Fantasy 15, and that's where I'm going to stay with that because I don't want to lose fans. Um, <sighs> but to that, like going back to Cyberpunk since we went off a bit of a tangent, um, I kind of want to get y'all's opinion on this. Like, I see a lot of parallels between the whole cyberpunk experience that I mentioned before and, like, nobody get mad at me for this, the Metal Gear Solid Five experience, I like to call it, where there was, like, years of And that this they're both unfinished? Theorizing. They, not, sorry. Well, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm no, sorry. no, 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 hold on. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to... Let's not go there, sir. Uh, no, I, you know, there's this soup, there's these large expectations, large theorizing, you know, people start to manifest. And, and this is not to say that like every feature was like this because they did like you, like it really is unfinished, but like, you know, it starts to manifest into something that it's not really going to be. And then it comes out and then, you know, they have the, in, they have the, like this A-list star who's like, whose involvement may or may not have affected the budget or the timetable for the project. I'm see. I just, I don't know. I see those parallels and I'm wondering, yeah, like, I see what you're getting I, at. Should I like empathize more or is this, am I reaching here? Um, I would empathize more if they didn't throw the Q and a team under the bus. <laughs> it's like the more it goes on, it's just like, they just, they just keep shooting themselves in the foot. Yep. And it's kind of crazy too, because they had all this goodwill after the Witcher series and just, like spent it all almost instantly yeah it, it did feel like they were put in a bad spot like you know like with, with everybody like demanding it be out and stuff and like wanting it you know wanting it to be out now yeah mm -hmm. but people also don't want crunch but then they also want the game now and but don't work on it anymore and fix the bugs because it's, it's just like this weird loop where like none of it ever no one's ever happy with yeah you're stuck between endless. investors and customers yeah and, uh, you know, I've, I was wanted to ask you both, um, you know, I've heard people talk about the glitches that pop up. Have you guys, have either of you seen a lot of that? I have taken advantage of some of these glitches, actually. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, okay, first of all, before you go any further, like, what platforms are you both playing on? I was on a PC with uh, 2060 Super and a pretty good processor. I was just playing it on a base 
PS4. Oh, geez. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you that my experience was pretty smooth. For a long time, uh, I only had, like, two crashes, and I was like, cool. And, like, you know, on PS4, you get, like, those hard crashes where you just go to blue screen. But uh, then, like, I started noticing it was, like, when, like, a bunch of shit was happening, and if I pinged uh, stuff and, like, there were still those, like, traces of everything, it just got to be too much for it to all process. So, like, I try to just, like, treat it kind of easy and not, like, put too much on it. Like, if I was driving, I I wouldn't, like, try to, like, speed through, like, everywhere and just, like... Because then, like, you, you would see the pop-in and the load-in stuff happen, mm-hmm. so, like, I would try to not make it crash. But, uh, yeah, I think I had, like, six hard crashes in the 75 hours I spent with it. And uh, as far as, like, bugs, yeah, a bunch of, like, fucking cars just popping in out of nowhere and, like, motorcycles just <laughs> flying in the fucking sky and exploding somewhere. You're just like, oh, okay, I guess somebody used uh, a quick hack or something. <laughs> but, like, that's, like, to me, I I don't really see this whole, like, there needs to be a lawsuit and, and I don't like it just seems like I've played way buggier shit so I don't know and like I beat the game never got into any uh like blocked missions or anything or like glitched out a thing where I couldn't complete it so I don't and that's <clears throat> that's kind of surprising because I heard most of the like the worst experiences were had on like base ps4 well that might have been before any of the fucking patches came out everybody's playing it on day one like oh right. it's, it's fucked up <laughs> why it's like well it's it's launch day and they they haven't even rolled out the first patch yet but like most of the most of the playtime i did was at, like from uh version 0.05 and then they rolled out 0.06 uh when i was finishing it out so i i think as time goes on it'll get better and so what about you days people need to chill Um, so yeah, I had, I want to say like maybe like two or three crashes and like two of those three crashes happened during a, uh, a gameplay sequence that had a lot of shit going on. It was, it was supposed to be modeled just like the, uh, smack my bitch up video from the prodigy. If you can imagine how visually intense that might be. Um, And then I only had one glitch that made a quest, like, impossible to do, um, which was, like, the elevator wouldn't let me go up 19 floors to find this lady. Uh, So what I did instead was I I logged into a trainer. um, I did, like, I turned on, like, infinite double jump. And then I just double jumped up the skyscraper. Oh my gosh! And then, like found her on the roof. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Oh my god! Uh, I think you got I the double reported. jump augmentation. Yeah, there is. A, there is, and then you know, if you get the trainer, it'll let you just double jump infinitely. Um, but I, I feel like that's okay, hilarious. I have this little theory, right? And it's uh, going to the point about like you know, fingers playing it on PlayStation and he felt a certain way. And then, you know, me playing on PC and I felt a certain way. So I created this like matrix, no pun intended, where it's like, it's like one factor is the, the system that you played it on. And then another factor. And then the, like the, the, the X axis or whatever is like how hyped you were. So like, for instance, if you were hyped, and you played on a console, your experience is probably going to be the worst, right? And if you weren't hyped 
and you just, hey, I'm going to see what this runs like on my beefy PC. And I'm sure you probably had, like, the best experiences out of all these groups. It's almost like a pun in Square in a way. I don't know. Again, I've only played it for, like, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Not that much. I'm barely out of the tutorial. But um, my wife played it quite a bit. And we've got a PS5. And it seems fairly stable, but it does crash um, more regularly than uh, would be preferred. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, but but other than the crashes, it seems to be fairly stable. Did um, well, let me ask your about your wife and fingers. Um, did you guys find Kojima? Yep. If she did, I didn't see it. <sighs> okay, I. Uh... Hey, well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, did you find <laughs> Kojima in Cyberpunk? Yeah, he's really close to me. Okay, there you go. Yeah, she found him. Ah. Did she find? Did she find BB? Did you find BB? <laughs> this is a very personal episode of the Kojima Frequency, you know, everyone. The baby. <laughs> Somewhere. No, no, no baby. Okay. It was during a specific side mission, I remember. I, I saw BB. Yeah, she's in like this like uh this brain lab. Um But yeah, lots of Kojima references and Nitroid, like now that you, you're still in that fresh playthrough, uh, we got, like, we were making up some, like, Metal Gear builds that yeah. you could do in the game for role-playing. Like, for example... All right, I, I'm ready. I'm ready. I didn't, I didn't mean to do this, but it just came I can, I can start way. over. Yeah, like, hit me with these, and then maybe I'll just, like, start over and, uh, and try this I think this you way. can do a lot of these with, like, a, a pretty broad build, but, you know, it just depends on which right. way you want to go with it. Right, so... Take it away. Uh, I specced into a Revolver Ocelot build, and that was cold-blooded, which is, like, a major buff to pistols and revolvers. Um, I specced into technical and, um, and intellect, which is all that net-running shit that, you know, lets you do contagion and cyberpsychosis where people, like, turn on each other. I think you're seeing where I'm going with this. And essentially what I would just do was, like, it was 15% six shooting, just popping folks in the head, and then 85% just sowing chaos with my net running hacks. Activate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just go into, like, one of those, like, uh, those thievery side gigs, and you're like, stealing? No, I'm taking this back. <laughs> and, yeah, so, yeah, that was fun as fuck. Oh, that sounds amazing. And then there's also, like, I didn't do this, but if I ever do a second playthrough, I might, I might. I also thought of a Cyber Ninja build, which was, like, net running and then sharp melee weapons, because there are a lot of fucking katanas in this game. Yeah. Um, and you can spec Also, oh, you can straight up ninja it. You can. Pretty you much, can. Yeah. There's, like, lethal and non-lethal stealth builds, but, of course, we want to make this lethal. Um, and then you can spec into, like, slow-mo stuff. Um, where, you know, if you dodge or you start a melee combo or something, like, time slows down and the people kind of see you as something that's, like, jumping, that's, like, an invisible figure just kind of jumping back and forth. So let me ask you something real quick. Um, can you truly non-lethal the game and is there any benefit to doing so? Fuck no. There never is benefit to most of these games doing non-lethal. Because, like, Metal Gear encourages non-lethal, at least from, you know... Uh, that's that's another topic. Deus Ex very much encourages non-lethal. I mean, it's a it's a sneaking mission. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Right. So like, um, but in cyberpunk, you know, you have the option, but it seems very difficult and I'm not sure if there's a clear benefit to doing it. Well, there's certain weapons that like the ammo can be non-lethal. Uh, yeah. And then like there's certain melee weapons and certain uh, quick hacks that are non-lethal. And then if someone's like uh, incapacitated, you know, like knocked out on the ground, if you uh, pull out your weapon and then like if you melee them from that point, you get more street cred. So like do a non-lethal and then kill them with your melee and you get more experience. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, like, is then- there any narrative difference though? Like does it change no. anything? Sometimes the, the quest line will be like, hey, you were supposed to do that cleanly. Uh, I'm giving you a little less money. And that's about it. Oh, yeah, but okay. yeah, it's 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 a very rudimentary application of stealth, both in terms of like AI and sort of like game design. Yeah, and like like Finger said, like you could you have you could you could double, essentially double tap XP out of a, a mob or a mook, and then um, you could also like there's a certain specific way you can take down an enemy where like. You can, like, do one hack, which glitches their weapon. Another hack, which, I don't know, makes them do cyber psych- or like, like cyber psychosis or something like that. And then if you kill them, you get, like, three drops. But if you, it, like, if you take them down with stealth or, like, far away with net running hacks, I think you only get, like, one or two drops. So, oh, I didn't know it affected the drop rate. But anyway, there's too much stuff in that game anyway to pick up. <laughs> yeah. Man, this yeah. just tells me that we need more stealth games. Yeah, because I was trying to play it stealth at first. I was doing like a solid snake type thing where I was just sneaking around and had a silenced pistol and was doing headshots and grabbing people CQC style and like, you know, choking them out and then hitting them with my gun. But uh, I don't know. Then then I figured out about cyber hacks and or the, the quick hacks and just went crazy with that. Then you could do like a Vulcan Raven thing where you just like pick up all the heavy guns and just go nuts. <laughs> there, was a, uh, there was a cyber psycho... I remember that gave me a lot of like Vulcan Raven energy, um, like a similar attack pattern. Uh, I think you could even like the goal is to like trap them into specific mines. I forget which one it was, um, but it scared the shit out of me. Even if even though I could like two shot the cyber psychos, yeah, just like going to find them was just like fuck this man. These creeps. Yeah, the revolvers are so OP in that game. I know that's the main build you were doing. One thing that kind of made it kind of boring for me, though, was just, like, all the reading of the lore. Like, I, I didn't I didn't read a lot of it. Like, just all the shit that, you know, you picked up. And uh, I'm, that's, that's great for the people that wanted it. But uh, I don't know. That's just not how I really like to absorb a lot of my game lore. It's just, like, reading a bunch of notes that are spread around and stuff. I think that's... Or listening to cassette tapes. <clears throat> well, that's... <clears throat> I like the audio aspect of the cassette tapes. Like, I can I can listen to something, but just, just sitting there and, like, reading a note for, you know, 30 seconds, it's like, uh, how is this relevant even? It's like, yeah. it's not... When I play Skyrim, I read, like, yeah. maybe one out of every 20 books. And that's why I compared it. I was like, this is basically Skyrim with, like, Mass Effect magic, you know, where it's like, that's what the combat kind of felt like with me. I was just trying to, like, yeah. shoot and throw spells at the same time. So, her Well, lore hacks. is always, like, the least interesting aspect of a game for me. Even in a big, like, giant story-spanning game, like, you, you have to weave that stuff in in interesting ways. You can't just dump it on me in these giant chunks, or I'm not going to care. Yeah. It, there were a few cool side quests that I that I liked, but for the most part, yeah, I just didn't care about a lot of what was going on. It was just didn't hit right. 
Did we want to go into the figures? So, yeah, we all got uh, the, how do you say it, Kotobukiya? Uh, Metal Gear Rex, uh, the black version. We're all going to try to build that. And um, I guess... This it, is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> let's not make it a race, because then we'll fuck up. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm buying, like two other like cheap models to practice like building and painting before I tackle this thing. Yeah, I'm not like, painting shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm terrified of messing this thing up with how much it costs. Um but it's cool cuz my oldest son has been getting into model building mm-hmm. and that's been something he's really interested in. And and I've had such a hard time finding interests that he and I share uh, because Weirdly, for as similar as we are, we have very different interests. Uh, and so I'm constantly like trying to figure out something we can both get into. Um, trying to nudge in that Metal Gear a little bit. It's like, don't you? Yeah, he doesn't give a crap the- about Metal Gear, and that's fine. <laughs> and that's fine. Put Metal uh, Gear in yeah, Fortnite. We'll see how he feels. Oh, dude. Uh, look, man, Heather's in Dead by Daylight. You know, Well, that was my youngest don't. son. <laughs> my youngest son is the one that likes Fortnite. My oldest son um, couldn't really care less about it you know now that they're like we've got these metal gear models and he thinks they're really cool like we can start working on them together so it's like our interests have converged and so we're getting into model building together and i'm i'm gonna get paint supplies and and we're gonna start working on them and this is gonna be a lot of fun hell yeah I'm happy for you yeah i haven't done any model stuff since i was a kid but uh it'll probably be a challenge i'll probably hurt myself trying to break off these little pieces and stuff. It, it does look like a lot of pieces. Yeah. Oh, I'm buying, like, a full tool toolkit for this thing before we even go in there. So, like, we can compare results when I was we're all to say, they're, they're all going to look completely different. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. Here's uh, mine. <laughs> well, let's just put that on the fridge, uh, little yeah. <laughs> I told you I suck at, uh, at Lego and all that shit, so this is going to go great. Honestly, he's better at models than I am, so, you know, he's going to have to guide me through it. I did Gundam models, like, all through my all my childhood and teens. Uh, the last one I did was, like, maybe three years ago, so I'm sort of at the same level as Intimidation as you guys. Uh, and, yeah, I'm not touching paint anytime soon. Like, I'll practice on Warhammer figures, but as far as Rex... Um, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not touching that any, with any paint yet. All right, you see what I'm here. What I'm getting out of this is that you're the only one here with experience, and you're going to absolutely stomp us. <laughs> it's got it's got uh, stickers, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I need to take a closer look. The stickers don't look good, though. It's the kind that you have to like, like from my experience. Cut out and like dab moisture on and stick on. Like those terrify me. For the Ray or for the Rex? Both. Oh, uh, shit. Yep. Yeah, because you got the ray as well. I did, and uh, it's so cool looking just, you know, on the box, but <laughs> I wish I could get those 3A giant ones that they made, you know? God, yeah, this looks Like the sweet. full metal, they're like a thousand bucks. Like if I've ever got, like if I ever strike it rich or, you know, uh, I ever decide to do something really stupid, I'll buy those things. They take up so much room, though. They're huge. <laughs> yeah, I get to buy a whole new shelf. Yeah. Did you um? Did you see that illustration? I think the guy's name is Ben Nicholas. That he did of Rex. Uh, yeah, this looked awesome. Can you can you imagine like 
Can you imagine that as a model with like those little ridges? Oh, Taking like four just, years. I close my eyes and just touch those ridges every day. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, like maybe we could do some sort of, I don't know, like building stream or competition or YouTube series. Oh, man. The great model off. <laughs> don't be an embarrassment to me. Yeah. As long as we're not racing. Like we can we can like time lapse it. Oh fuck no no keep the racing on t- like with like Adam and Stealth. We're doing this at our own. It's gonna be like Bob Ross. <laughs> yeah, don't pace. expect this anytime soon. But we'll keep y'all posted. Yeah. Promise. We can uh, build Metal Gear stuff in Minecraft instead. <laughs> Minecraft streams. Oh god. <laughs> Today, kids, we're building Big Shell. We got to get that younger demographic. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got. kind of fucked up not doing like a Lego Metal Gear crossover. Yeah, especially since like Kojima's super into Lego. Exactly. I don't know why I didn't spring for that. I mean, I'm surprised there isn't a Death Stranding one. You'd think, again, with how much he's into Lego and the fact that he's got this franchise and he's doing all these brand crossovers, why isn't there a Death Stranding Lego kit? Maybe, maybe it's got to be like a really popular brand... Like, like more, I hate to say that, but, you know, it's, Death Stranding, for as successful as it was, is still kind of niche yeah. in, in a certain regard, so maybe it's too niche for Lego. Probably. You can get Mega Blocks. A ro- oh, I was going to say Roblox, but <laughs> technically you could, there could be a Metal Gear level made in Roblox already. Oh god, there probably is. Uh, I hate to jump back in subject, but did anybody get an opportunity to play the cyberpunk side stuff in Death Stranding? Nah. No. Uh, I'll be honest, uh, the most I've played Death Stranding recently is just using the photo mode to do landscape photography and make oh, wallpapers. Dude. Yeah, no, don't blame you there. And I was going to say the photo mode on cyberpunk is also pretty stellar. Um, but yeah, no, they actually, they crossed the lore pretty well. It seemed to be the most, like, useful, uh, additions, like, like, gameplay-wise, like, the stuff that they allowed you to do with it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, the arm, and the, the, fuck it, they had, what did they have, the port, not the, the gravity gun from, from, uh, Half-Life, I think, too, so it's kind of funny to see them, like, Wait, adding they put so- the gravity gun in? I don't think it, it might have been the gravity Gun. Oh god, somebody's gonna be like, you're wrong. Yeah, that would have caught my attention immediately. Like, that just sounds hilarious. Gravity gloves. It's not a gravity gun, it's okay. your gravity gloves. Okay, I missed this. So what did those do? Um Gravity punches. <laughs> oh, do they just hurt more? That's probably it. Uh, It's the ability to drag in items from a short distance away from Sam. It's sort of like that... um, Oh, the arm in MGSV, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like that uh, gun that you can get that, like, takes shit off of people or, like, gets shit off people from afar away, but it's... Oh, like the grappling gun thing. Yeah, it's a lot more convenient. Um, And then, yeah, like, uh, like Finger said, the cyberpunk item is... It's funny because they gave him Johnny. It gave uh, Norman Reedus. Uh, fuck, I forgot his character's name. Already. Sam. They gave Sam Johnny Silverhand's arm. I um, almost never call him Sam. I just call him Norman Reedus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes me feel less bad. 
Uh, and it's funny because it's like, it kind of gives me a little bit of like venom snake energy there. Yeah. Um, you know, again, I'm just sucked into the photo mode of this game. I love photo mode so much. And like when the new Pokemon snap comes out, I'm probably going to get sucked into that. I'm a little upset that like the photographer photographers in the game, cause it looks like you might be able to customize your character. Um, I'm upset that they're using cell phones Ew. instead of DSLRs. What the fuck? I mean, okay. So, like, how long until we have smartphones that are taking pictures of a quality that is indistinguishable from a DSLR? Dude, some iPhone fans are going to be, like, up your ass for asking that question. Yeah, well, they're wrong. They're just, and, and I like my iPhone, but they're wrong. So, I mean, someday it's going to happen, but, you know, there's a, there's a point where, like, physics gets in the way of trying to, like, shrink those things down, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've seen, like, those, uh, those janky strap-on lens fixtures that you can get for your iPhone where it, like, tries to turn it into a DSLR, and those are, can give you, you know, fairly impressive results but no i mean you can you can throw in all of this depth of field trickery that you want it's not a dslr it's not functioning the same way you should uh you should tell that to this new snap kid before they go out on this adventure and waste their time (laughs) um also sorry sorry to jump back on the topic but they also added hacking in Death Stranding. So you can hack mule trucks. Yeah, and that's what I was the mule about. sensors. Damn, holy fuck. I did not Yeah, that'd be useful. That's so man. I swear, when like Kojima loves a series, he just that hyperfixation can manifest into some crazy shit. Do you feel like uh he might think he backed the wrong horse given all the controversy around Cyberpunk? Not necessarily, and the only reason I say that is because, I don't know, like, I I read somewhere some comments that um, Sakurai had made about Cyberpunk, and he was surprisingly, um, I guess, gentle. Like, he was saying that he almost, like, admired the fact that they recognized what they did. But, God, I I don't even know if you could, like, take that in good faith. But it seems like people from the industry are a lot more empathetic to this situation. Well, than... regardless of how they've handled the situation, game development is extremely hard. It's one of the hardest things you can do. And, I mean, you're combining so many different disciplines to try and make something that, you know, at the end of the day delivers an experience that's going to resonate with the most amount of people while also not breaking. So, yeah. Yeah. I can empathize on that level. I did like the one quote, if you keep talking to Kojima, he just says, apologies, I simply do not have time for this now. <laughs> <laughs> POV, you're getting rejected by Kojima. Doesn't he say something like, 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 oh, are you a fan of my work? Yeah, then he starts yeah. talking about movies and emotions and uh, he kind of goes off. Kojima goes off on movies and emotions. You yeah. don't say... You should be able to ask him if he's going to make another Metal Gear and then he just attacks you. <laughs> oh my god, I just heard the aggro noise. <laughs> he just pulls out like a katana. 
<laughs> He's got manis blades. Or he just starts running. <laughs> I, I picked up what you were putting down there. Like, I need to be somewhere. Turns on stealth camo. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just still sits on the couch, just waits for you to leave. <laughs> Are they still there? Uh, oh. Yeah, that's enough about cyberpunk. I mean, other, other than that, though, I've just been playing some like older games and catching up on stuff. It's crazy. People have still been finding out uh, new stuff about Metal Gear Solid 2. Uh, did you guys see the thing about the uh, the shaver? I did, yeah. by Bad Humans. Yeah. That, I am amazed that there's stuff that I don't know about that game because I am obsessive about MGS2. <laughs> it's so crazy that it's taken us this long, too. That was the end before the end. Yeah. So for, for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, um, in MGS2, you can get the shaver that when you meet Pliskin, uh, Raiden hands it to him, and then later on when you encounter him in Arsenal gear, he's clean-shaven. So it's a nice little fun detail. Uh, but it turns out that if you set the data head on your PlayStation, uh, Snake's beard will actually grow back, which is insane. Yeah. Like, I, I just... <laughs> What a small little detail. <laughs> it's such a short sh segment of the game. And that is not even the only thing new that I learned about Metal Gear Solid 2 this week. A, uh, a, a guy that uh, I had a conversation with in Discord, uh, he goes by the underscore Zmei, Z-M-E-I on Instagram. Um, he takes photos in, in Metal Gear and just kind of experiments with it. And he got a photo of the Harrier uh, during the boss fight. And both Vamp and Solidus Snake's heads will track the player when they're, f when they're flying by. So they'll look at you. Hmm. That's and creepy. that's kind of, yeah, it's, I've got a picture of it up on Twitter and it's just crazy to look at. And, and the thing is, it probably wasn't that difficult to implement because that behavior is in other places in the game. So like when you're near Snake, um, he'll look over at you. It's like NPC behavior, essentially. Yeah, so it probably standard. wasn't... Right, so it probably wasn't hard for them to implement, but it's still just an amazingly cool detail. And so, like, all these years later, we are literally 20 years after this game has come out, and we're still finding little details that they baked in. It blows my mind. Yeah, Bad Humans was saying, uh, Hey, Ties uh, said, you know, he had a beard after he reloaded an old save, and then like snake was still clean shaven after we led in a one day save. So he tried, so they were messing with the That's, clock all yeah, the way so far that back. So yeah, there's some like weird, you know, clock thing programmed in there for just for snakes beard growth. Just a little detail that we learned about 20 years later. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, the part that really blows my mind about that is that it's, it's utilizing some sort of implementation that we were, always aware about because we're always like oh yeah it's the end um but like that impl like technically the technology that built the end has been here all along we just didn't realize it until yeah. <laughs> a few days ago <laughs> fuck yeah we took a long break um in large part because you know i was like half dead yeah so that kind of put a stop to any serious recording <laughs> um but yeah we've got 
guests coming up, and we've been talking about doing some live streams of, you know, game playthroughs, and uh, we're still figuring it out. So, honestly, if there are things that you would like to see or topics that you would like us to cover or people you would like us to talk to, you know, leave a comment, let us know. Uh, we also have a Discord server. You can come in and join the conversation in there. You can hear me uh, complain about MGS4 some more. <laughs> we could have, like, little, like, monologues by you, sort of like Andy Rooney back in the day. Oh, God, no one wants to hear that. I want to hear that. You want to hear me just bitch about MGS4 for an hour? I think a lot of people would. Yeah. I mean, Stake, Stake Bentley already did a much a better job would. of that. <laughs> um, Made a three-hour video, and I was just applauding, like, the whole time, like, yeah, man, preach! We need a Nitroid edition. Oh, man. I would, I would help with that. It's just going to be angry. Angry, drunk ramblings. <laughs> yeah, your, your, your kid tells all of his friends at school, he's like, well... All my dad does is drink and ramble about this game from 2008. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's no, um, you know, we are looking at doing some more things for 2021, being a little more engaged um, to the point of live streams. We want to do some more engaging stuff in terms of live streams. So co-op games. I know that Nitroid and I had talked about Phasmophobia. Um, maybe we could like, get the whole like sur drunk survive thing going again i know i keep pushing it that could be fun and if you want to help us out make sure to like and subscribe leave a comment and you can leave a review over on apple Podcasts. we really appreciate it thanks for listening